prepare for a customer reviews masterclass. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you are not familiar with our format, each month we focus on a different marketing method and each week I interview a different marketing expert to explore the latest advice on making that marketing method work for you. This month is all about content marketing and you can't talk content without talking about UGC. That's user generated content at the heart of which lie the reviews you get from your customers. In this episode, we are giving you a masterclass in customer reviews, how you get them, the best ways, the best formats, the best incentives. We are then going to talk about how you use them to the greatest effect across different marketing channels and more. We're going to meet today's guest in a moment, but before we do, please do check out our sponsors. Clavio have a new special recipe to help you build brand loyalty. It involves ownership of your data and creates your future growth. Whether you're growing a startup or optimizing your company, Clavio gives you the tools you need to own and access the quality data you've sourced from your customers, the customer first data. Then Clavio helps you manage that data to create the campaigns that build real brand loyalty. Doesn't that sound like a gift worth owning? Learn more at klaviyo.com forward slash holidays. Today, I'm chatting with content marketing expert, Thomas Sadowski. Thomas is CEO at Opinu, a Shopify review app, recently a Shopify staff pick, in fact. Thomas founded Opinu six years ago to make it easier to both collect reviews and use them to improve conversion rates and create more customer-focused marketing. Hello, Thomas. Hi, Chloe. Uh, thanks very much for having me. I appreciate the, for the invite. Uh, I'm happy to, to be here with uh, you and chatting. It's great to have you here. I am, I'm a big fan of, of what reviews and user-generated content can do for people. And I still believe, even though it's a lot better than it was 12 months ago, that there is not enough UGC splattered across everyone's marketing. So hopefully we'll convince a few more people to start using it today and give them some ideas on how to use it. But before we get into that... What led you into the world of content marketing and led you to found Opinion? Purely, it was an accident. It was a project that we started, uh, that I started working on uh, at university. I always liked reviews and uh, it seemed like uh, as good as anything. And uh, I can't say that I had uh, a huge passion for reviews. I was one of those people that would check them a hundred percent of the time before buying, and it seemed like a uh, an interesting problem to work on as a computer science student uh, at at university. So that's that's what I've done, because obviously you know you have uh, text and data, and you can do some cool calculations on top of that, and uh, that eventually ended up uh, by uh, you know working on some uh, artificial intelligence research and doing some predictive analysis of uh, how you know what what makes a useful review what makes a review useful to read and to kind of uh, present to a potential uh, client which was me you know I wanted to to, to find the uh, magic formula behind you know what what useful and helpful reviews are so that's how it started and eventually it turned into a uh, 
student startup. You know, we thought that hey, you know, where where can we where can we implement this kind of thing? And Shopify was uh, an obvious candidate because uh, it was just the easiest one to integrate with, and uh, kind of went from there. I always think um, the Shopify ecosystem, as it were, has made it possible to get new ideas and new ways of doing existing things out very quickly to a large group of merchants who are ready to experiment and looking for something new to try out to get that bit of competitive advantage. So it's kind of a, I guess, a, a, an amazing platform if you have created that student startup and you're like, where do we, where do we start? Yeah, yeah. Look, there are a number of platforms. We've got Magento, but they suffer from. It's just you can't build a good ecosystem around it because it's well, you can, but it's the the barrier to entry is a lot uh, higher. On WooCommerce, you've got lots of people who don't want to spend money. So I always compare Shopify uh, to to the others as uh, sort of being an iPhone of e-commerce platforms. You know you you release something there and you've got a lot of people who are actually willing to pay you money for the hard work that you have done. Yeah, it, it works on many different angles, but we're not here to talk about yes. what the, the Shopify ecosystem is, as interesting a topic as it is. Um, we're here to talk about um, reviews because reviews are a huge and important part of user-generated content, UGC, which is everyone listening knows they should be using more of in their marketing. So, um, you obviously have access to a whole load of data on what's happening in reviews right now, um, kind of the cutting edge stuff. So let's let's start off by getting into um, collection of reviews. What format of reviews should we be gathering at the moment? Should we be going after video reviews, image reviews, written reviews, or any of those defunct? Is there something else we should be capturing? What's the format we should be going after at the moment? So these days, you know, we have... Uh... A huge shift into video so i would encourage everybody you know video is king a few years ago everybody said oh yes collect the uh, photo reviews and uh, that's what everybody started doing i mean you had uh, companies like yotpo for many years i think back in 2016 they didn't even have photo reviews uh, where where we kind of had opinion, we thought, okay, just look at what's happening at Facebook, look at what's happening with with Instagram, and the review industry was kind of a, a little bit behind the curve at that time. But we knew it's going to come. Uh, we knew it's going to happen. Right now, you have every single review app offering uh, photo reviews as default. So, do you think that the video reviews are going to be the new default in a couple of years' time? Is now the time to be? A hundred percent. So you just look, uh, you just need to look at uh, what's happening in social media. So back in the day, you had uh, Facebook and Instagram with uh, a little bit of video, whereas now you have, you know, half of social media is TikTok and Instagram stories. And, you know, Facebook is integrating those uh, daily stories into their messenger. Um, so the most engaging medium is video. And that's what you want to go for. And uh, of course, you should still not discard uh, the other ones. So photo is still very important. Text is important because yeah, you, you can show the video, but uh, obviously you need to be engaged and you, 
and 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 actually listen to it. Uh, it's you can't skim through the video as easily as through um, through text. So that is important. But in terms of text, I think the trend is to make it easier for people to uh, consume that textual data. So I think there's going to be a range of improvements uh, coming soon into you know what kind of text reviews we are presenting to people so to, to make it easier for them to to make that decision because in the at the end of the day reviews are there to um, help the buyer make a better decision quicker so whatever you can use to to help in that process uh, you know that's that's what's go that's that's what's going to be optimized that's what's going to be improved so obviously uh, good quality photos videos and good quality text that's that's where we should be and we will be going towards got it so just so i'm going to explore the text bit in a second but but so we're saying that we want um we want to be capturing all three text and image and video but probably the one we want to put more effort into collecting at the moment is video yes. because it has the most impact it's clearly where consumers consumption desires are going and it as, catches the attention yeah and there's something which i suspect we'll end up to we may well end up come back to again later in our in our conversation and as listeners will know across many of our different things every single marketing channel seems to want customer review video reviews to be used across our ads across our email across our everything so Correct. so then you said about the written reviews are likely to take a bit of a format change is that because i've seen a couple of sites now which are asking more kind of multi-choice questions in the text review space and they're asking kind of multiple snippety questions you know so like how was the delivery how was the packaging how was the so it's kind of segmented correct which i assumed was as much to do with making increasing the conversion rate of submission of review as it was useful data out the back end so is that the direction you mean that's a part of it. So this is, um, it's a, those are two separate uh, tracks of improving the text uh, content. So the, the first one is what you mentioned. So summarizing the review to make it easier to both write as well as consume. Uh, and because you have that uh, very well structured textual data, you can then aggregate it. And for example, put the aggregate um, in the review summary on the review widget on your product page where you can say 90% of people found the shoes to be fitting well or 60% or, or you know most of the people are rating this particular feature of the product 4.8 stars but uh, another feature 3.5 stars and that allows people who care about you know one feature or another to kind of discriminate and uh, you know, try to try to make their decision. As I said, help your customers make a better decision quicker, and that is going towards the, that. That is going with that theme. But obviously, you know, you don't always want to just look at the summary. It's like with the book. You know, you might want to read the summary, but you also want to read the whole text. Yeah. It's giving giving the consumer those different bits of data they want to be able to make the decision. Now we've we've kind of touched on how we get reviews and improving the conversion rate of please give us a review to actual review given. So is that something which we should be incentivizing customers to do, or should we just make it as easy as possible for them to leave us a review? Both. 
we should make it as easy as possible and we should incentivize. At Opinion, we have a feature where you literally say, hey, we're going to give you a 5% coupon uh, for leaving a review. And uh, this incentivization is extremely, extremely important uh, because by default, you're getting very few reviews. If you ask 100 people to leave your review with no incentive, two to four people will leave your review. So the conversion rate on, act of, uh, on actually getting those vital, very important review that's social proof to your store is extremely small. And uh, you need to try to use every uh, possible uh, technique that you can to bring more, more of those reviews through the door. And when you, for example, offer somebody a coupon, that rate doubles. So suddenly uh, you get twice as many reviews per month compared you know, to, to, the, to the default. And that comes from our data. If you offer a coupon of between 5 and 15%, and there's not much difference between uh, you know, what, how, how valuable the coupon is, just that you're offering something in return, uh, that changes the situation completely. Like I said, twice as many. So from about 4%, you go up to 8 easily. So 100%, we need to be offering a coupon, mm -hmm. even if it's just a 5% off. Yes. That's what we need to be doing to get this reason. Yeah. And which, which channels, communications channels, are doing well for collecting reviews? Is it putting a flyer in a parcel? Is it email? Is it SMS? Is it push? What's, what's the good route for, gather, for, in, for sending out that incentive? If you want to dig deep, it's whatever is uh, not uh, abused at the moment. So whichever <laughs> route is not abused. These days, with all of the improvements in uh, email marketing, uh, you know, you have the likes of Omnisend and Klaviyo. Well, people are companies are getting so good at email marketing, and they add you know more and more of those campaigns that people's inboxes are um, you know just bombarded. I mean, there is a reason why Google introduced the, and other email clients introduced the promotions folder. Mm -hmm. uh, that used to be the case. Uh, it's just you know, people are getting lots of emails. So emails are okay. Uh, these days it's SMS, surprisingly. I think that the next big thing is going to be WhatsApp, and that's what we are working on internally. Mm -hmm. Basically, you need to think, okay, what is the channel where if you get a message to that channel, you're actually going to pick up your phone and check it. These days, that's, that's uh, texts, that's WhatsApp. Uh, in terms of those printed um, flyers that, that we can put, they are okay, but they, they, they can be used mostly to remind somebody to leave a review. But they will not lead to a lot of, to, to, to a good conversion. Just because it's an extra step mm -hmm. that is away from your device, from your phone. And to get your phone, you need to either type in the link, scan the QR code, but they are great at actually, you know, if you have, let's say, a reminder email uh, set up, uh, it's likely that this small leaflet was kind of, you know, uh, lying around in the room and uh, it kept reminding that person, like, hey, you know, leave a review, get 5% off. And then you send that uh, second reminder email and then suddenly you reduced the complexity and the, the barrier to leave that review. And it's like, okay, oh, that company. 
Yeah, it feels more like a reminder than the first time they hear about it. I, I like that. Correct. So what we're saying is, all you, all of you out there listening, if SMS is on your to-do list for 2022, mm-hmm. the first bit of SMS to go and implement is your review capture. Because right now, if you do that quick, you're going to get all those reviews from the people who bought your products in the lead up to Christmas. So it's now is a really good time to improve review capture. Um, okay, so we've done comms channels, we've done incentives, we've done what sort of reviews. I guess the, the other part, which I think is okay, but you would know more about this than I would, is it is it acceptable to use reviews we've had on our products from other platforms? So for people who are selling on a marketplace, as well as via their own website, so maybe they're selling on Amazon, eBay, AliExpress or something, is it okay to go and grab those reviews and use them on our website or even someone shouting about us on social media? So um, the quick answer is Amazon, AliExpress, eBay, they don't really care about this. The, uh, there is no particular laws because uh, you, you can say, okay, those are my reviews uh, on my products eBay or Amazon can say, okay, but they are left on our platform. But in reality, you know, we've had thousands of uh, merchants uh, pulling the reviews from Amazon and synchronizing them to to Shopify. Well, and presumably there's a there's a benefit to going on Amazon. This product's reviewed four point nine out of five, or on Amazon this is the Amazon choice, or we've had a thousand reviews of this product on Amazon. Using the word Amazon or eBay, etc., it can only help. Correct, correct, because it shows that you know you're selling on other platforms and it's successful. The more reviews that you have, the better it is. Imagine if you're a direct-to-consumer brand and you've been selling on Amazon or eBay for decades. Sometimes, uh, you know, we've we have clients who who've been on eBay since 2005, 2006, and they have reviews since since then and. Uh, now they are trying to kind of be more independent and you know because they're not very happy sharing their revenue uh you know up to even 30 40 percent of revenue with eBay and amazon so they open a shopify store and there's a problem you know you can run your uh, advertisements uh as much as you want but if you are directing people to a shop that has no reviews no social proof good luck selling yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's you know it's it's really dramatic the change uh, in conversions that you get uh, when you put those reviews. And most importantly, it's not only conversions; it's also product returns, which people don't realize because uh, you know, as as I said before, you help your customers make better decision quicker, and this is the better part better decision so uh what is the point of selling a product if it's going to be returned that's you're not making money then right yeah you're losing money at that point yes yes because you need to you need to cover the return costs uh, the the postage costs Uh, potentially you know the product might be damaged so you're losing here big time so if you can prevent those uh, overly eager people buying products that they will actually not use from buying then that's a plus as well on you know it might seem that oh i'm making a few more sales but yeah you're actually getting a few less returns as well 
I'm really glad you mentioned that because I always think that's one of the really critical impacts of reviews is they give customers the information you haven't managed to slot into your official text about the product and into your official photos about the product of, you know, this washes well, the sizing came up funny, um, it looks great with XYZ. And this is when you know, we see those crazy stats of negative reviews help improve conversion as well, because maybe the thing that the person hates is actually yes. the thing you want it for. So it's, yes, we are, we are covering good stuff here, Thomas. The next thing I suppose we should flip onto is how we use our user generated content, how we use these reviews, because we've gone through how we collect them and what we should be collecting. But I think I, I said to you already, I certainly did before we hit record. One of my biggest bugbears is that retailers aren't squeezing every last bit of juice out of the UGC that they're capturing. So what are the what are the most impactful ways for us to be using this that you see your clients doing? I can go a bit uh, abstract for starters. So uh, reviews are should be used as a risk reversal tactic. So let's say you talk about your product, you show those beautiful pictures that your head of marketing has taken or whoever is taking all those beautiful, the, the, you see the description uh, and uh, that needs to be complemented by risk reversal. One of those risk reversals are trust badges. This is one of the things. But something that is the most important are reviews, so your social proof. And this is what social proof is for. It's uh, it's to reverse the risk of purchasing for your potential client. So uh, wherever you have people who don't know your brand browsing or looking at your products, at something that you want to sell, you show them the information of the product, how amazing it is from your perspective, and then you pepper it with uh, the social proof. So examples are obviously your product pages, uh, your email marketing. So if you're sending a, um, let's say you're introducing a, a product to your whole user base uh, and you have some reviews of it already and you want more people to buy it, you can say whatever you want in your email marketing campaign, how awesome it is. But what will really skyrocket the um, effectiveness of that campaign is if you could show some other people uh, stories from from people who actually have used it. So be it a video, a star rating, a snippet from a review. Um, I'm trying to you know come up with an example. Uh, I don't know why I always go down to gardening stores, but let's say you know you want to buy a fertilizer for your beautiful garden. And uh, your shop has just introduced a new one and you're sending out this, uh, this campaign and you're saying how amazing it is. But then if you show a quote from John who used it to you know, uh, grow his beautiful tulip garden and with a photo of how beautiful they, they came out and how, how the greens are green, how the colors are so strong, you know, uh, and, and then people are, people are seeing that, hey, it's not only the shop saying that this product is great we can see somebody who bought it and experienced it and how great it was and how, how great of an experience they had so we're saying thomas we literally need to use the review content everywhere 
Everywhere we're saying it's time to buy or introducing someone to our brand. So right from the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel, from our, through our email marketing, through our ads, through our PR and everything, it's crucial. Crucial. So it's important to use the use the reviews, but also we need to remember about using the right kind of reviews in the right places. So if you're uh, building a checkout page, you shouldn't probably talking be talking about the product itself. Uh, you should be talking about how good the delivery is, how good the customer service is, to, and that will uh, have a big impact on reducing your uh, abundant uh, cart rates. Because uh, you know when people are checking out, uh, their mind is okay. I I want to buy this product, but now is it safe to buy from this shop? Is it going to be delivered on time? Will they damage my parcel? Uh, what if something goes wrong? Can I trust this shop? You know, so you know, putting things that are relevant to the context that the customer is uh, in—that is important. Um, same with you know, on product page, you want to talk about product reviews. On uh, your homepage, you want to talk about your the experiences of your customers with your shop as a whole. Because you don't know what the potential customer that lands on your on your homepage is going to want to buy, so we kind of give them a general overview of of what people think about your store. So let's say you put a badge that says, "Okay, overall rating for this store is four point eight stars out of uh, five thousand people that reviewed uh, products in this store." Yeah, I love that. You've got to pick the right bit to use in the right place. So if if Jim from London wrote an amazing review of product X, do not use that everywhere. Use that in mm-hmm. places that relate to product X and then pick Correct. the right thing in the right places. That has been a phenomenal masterclass, Thomas, in how to go about improving our UGC collection usage and I think everything else, to be honest. So we're going to pause now for a mind of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the wider world of content marketing. Clavio have a new special recipe to help you build brand loyalty. It involves ownership of your data and creates your future growth. Whether you're growing a startup or optimizing your company, Clavio gives you the tools you need to own and access the quality data you've sourced from your customers, the customer first data. Then Clavio helps you manage that data to create the campaigns that build real brand loyalty. Doesn't that sound like a gift worth owning? Learn more at klaviyo.com forward slash holidays. Okay, Thomas, so far we've gone deep into user-generated content and reviews. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of content marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with content marketing, which does of course include user-generated content. So Thomas, you ready for these? Sure, Uh, let's do it. Okay, let's start with content marketing newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first steps today, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Use reviews uh, if you can. In in e-commerce, they are so crucial. You should avoid having products that have no social proof. If you add some social proof, in the ideal scenario, your sales should go up by about 40% and your product returns should reduce by about 20%. So I can give you a few pointers uh, of uh, how from our own company data, you know, what's the what's the effect depending on the amount of reviews that you mm-hmm. that you have on the page. So uh, five to ten reviews on a page is 
okay, it's but it's not enough. So ideally, you want to uh, you want to get to the point where your customer is going to just think about the reviews, and it's not and 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 it's it's not going to think about whether this is enough reviews to judge. So you have you have, you have to have enough volume for people to trust the overall rating that your product has, and that the threshold for that is uh, at around thirty. So if you're at around thirty reviews, that's that's uh, that's about enough to uh, convince people that hey, this is actually enough to make a judgment. Uh, and then interesting things happen when you go into hundreds. So once you go into hundreds of reviews, you not only get the benefit of social proof, but you also get the benefit of popularity. So uh, not only you're saying, "Wow, this product is very good," and people think that you know it's it's uh, they have they've had amazing an amazing experience 4.8 stars out of 500 reviews and now you're thinking wow actually this is popular you know lots of people are buying this so uh might be a good buy so what you're saying thomas is we need reviews and once we've got a couple of reviews we need more and then yes. we need more and then we need more and then oh, we obviously need more. yes yes more and more and more but uh, just to just to let you know if you go into thousands the, the so there are diminishing returns. If you have thousands, you you don't have to you know think about overly optimizing it. It's it's good <laughs> already. Okay, I like that. And of course, the more reviews we get, the higher the conversion rates go. The more the product sells, and the easier it is to get reviews. So um, so I, I really like those stats. Thank you very much for sharing those. Gives us all some targets. Now, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So, what's your favorite way to improve performance? Um. I kind of answered it in the first question, but there's one one nugget of of knowledge of uh, information that we have from our our data. You need to look at the quality of reviews. So you can have somebody from your team uh, featuring the best reviews that you have, and it doesn't mean five star reviews. Look at the quality of text. Look at the quality of images. Try to feature the uh, video reviews. Uh, if you have any video reviews about your uh, products, you know you can even uh, put them on a separate uh, kind of section, mm-hmm. uh, so people can easily click and and watch that. But then you know it's it's also important to have have the text, and so you can do it manually. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to be blatantly promoting the the company, but we are truthfully the only ones in the industry that can do it on autopilot uh, to to kind of find those reviews that will convert best and uh, that are the the most helpful and most useful to your to your customers. So, look, if you're if you were to choose a pin, you can do that all, all thing on autopilot. Uh, I like that because it's often the case, I certainly find when I'm shopping, is you get to a page that's got the magical hundred reviews on it. Mm -hmm. And the first review you see is something where someone's just gone five star and they've all they've put is great products. It's like Exactly. This doesn't Why is that at the top? This is I'm now having to scroll through to find reviews that are of value. And that is just frustrating as a customer. Okay, so so I wasn't honest at first. There is one more company in the entire e-commerce who actually does that. And they're called Amazon. So if you go uh, to shop on Amazon and you look through reviews, you will not find reviews like that at the top because uh, Amazon is picking the best reviews that they can potentially that can uh, potentially show to your to your customer. 
So we kind of made it available on uh, for, for shops on Shopify, this kind of algorithm. Nice. Okay. If someone listening wants to learn more, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Uh, just go to Opinion Blog. We have content about how to optimize reviews. Uh, there, there is a series of blogs, and this is my uh, the topic that I particularly like because I. Uh, so we we have a series of blogs on why negative reviews are important. I don't know. This this has been as a as an owner of um, a review management platform. It's something that we hear from our customers very often. It's like, oh, can I can I just hide the negative reviews? No, I mean, you shouldn't. You should act on them. The negative reviews are there to showcase for you to showcase your your customer support and your customer service. Everybody wants to read them and they want to see how you react. Anyway, so this and a lot of other topics on how to optimize your review content, review strategy are there and it's all completely free. Excellent. We will put a link to that in the show notes. And anyone who wants to go and Google it straight away, Opinu is spelled O-P-I-N-E-W. Okay. O-P-I-N-E-W. Finally, Thomas, it is crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? Uh, so the first thing, video skiing, we've spoken about, spoken about this uh, extensively already. But yes, I think that uh, this will be the new norm. Uh, and you will have the full range of uh, content that the user can generate. Uh, you know, re- in in each review form for each of the of the review providers, you'll have text, you'll have photos, you'll have video, and there will be probably um, some improvements into in, into video. How easy it is to. Um, post maybe adding some options to um, edit the video post recording uh, to improve it even further to make to help the uh, customer present their story of their interaction with with the product better and um, you know look look at uh, how um, it started with social media. You had Snapchat with uh, simple video content. You had Vine. Oh my gosh, who who, who remembers <laughs> Vine? Wow, those videos were awesome. But they were showing what's to come. And you know, today we have TikTok, who where where we have all those hundreds of ways to build cool video content by the creator. And they're very easy to, to to use. So that's in terms of the videos. I think that also, uh, you know, looking at how uh, we get our uh, societies vaccinated and slowly returning to life. Um, so over the pandemic, Shopify grew massively. Lots of stores that used to be brick and mortar, they had to go online. But eventually... The, there's going to be this uh, bounce back of uh, in-person shopping around the world. And you will have shops who are already onboarded on Shopify and within their ecosystem. And what Shopify is pushing strongly in the past few years is their point of sale um, integration. So you have Shopify across the board, both online and offline. And I think that there's going to be some creative ways of uh, how to collect and maybe display social proof while somebody is purchasing in your store. So be it displaying, requesting, stuff like that. 
I think that's uh, th- those are some of the things that I predict will probably happen in the next year or two. Yeah, I think clearly, I, I totally agree with you on both of them, Thomas. I think clearly video um, is only going to become an even bigger power in the UGC space and anything which makes it easier for customers to give that us is going to be awesome. And then, yes, I can't see all those BRICS retailers who've got involved with clicks and seen the power of reviews now going back to having stores that have no format of reviews in them. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that kind of all comes together. Um, Thomas, that's been brilliant. Uh, we're very nearly at the end of the show. So could you let the listeners know a little bit more about Opinu and where they can find you and your business on the web, please? Sure. So um, you can find us uh, on the Shopify App Store. If you search for Opinu, you can also find us at opinu.com. And uh, how I could describe it, what, what do we do? We, first of all, help you uh, collect as many reviews as possible. And uh, we're talking email, SMS, printed leaflets, and uh, getting reviews is also importing. So we will import them from all the channels that you, you sell to. And we, keep, we will keep them in sync uh, f- with Amazon, eBay, uh, AliExpress also. Uh, we, we, we offer uh, bulk imports so you can literally move your entire Amazon store with a single click to, to Shopify or your social proof. And then after you collect the, the, uh, your social proof, we help them display um, on a range of uh, beautiful widgets that we spend a lot of time perfecting uh, and that are also very fast so they don't slow you down and then in the end we help you optimize the display so that is the smart reviews and that is the uh, magical algorithm that kind of on autopilot just selects your best possible content so you can be seen in the best possible light when somebody lands on your pages so that's that's us you know so that's everyone that's opinu o-p-i-n-e-w so o-p-i-n-e-w thomas thank you so much for coming on the podcast um you have shared so much great insight i think everyone has a very clear set of tasks to do in their ugc review space for 2022 so thank you so much for being here thank you so much for inviting Uh, it was lovely chatting with you as I've already said once in this episode, what a masterclass on your review gathering and usage strategy. Video is where it's at and you should be using it across everything. So you've just learned uh, what formats to collect in, how to incentivize reviews. So remember he was saying that um, the incentive coupon between 5 and 15% off is going to double the number of reviews you get. You need to be aiming uh, 5 to 10 reviews per product is okay. 10 to 30 is great. And when you hit the hundreds, you get that double whammy bonus of lots of people love this and the social proof piece. So it has that bigger impact, at which point, of course, you need to make sure you are putting the right reviews front and center on your product pages, as well as using reviews across all your other stuff. Oh, and the other big thing was get those SMS review gathering automation set up because that's where the big uplift is coming from at the moment. That's the most powerful channel for getting reviews right now. Oh, how good was Thomas? Awesome set of advice there. Well, look, you can get the links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. There you can also sign up to our email updates. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, then do check out the rest of our content marketing episodes. 
I'm probably going to have a look through our organic social and also the Facebook ad ones where we've also been talking about the importance of user-generated content in your content for those channels. Um, Because those, I think, will really help you you use what you've learned in this episode to its greatest effect. Please do also tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many e-commerce marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. And UGC is so important. And you've just had a masterclass on how to gather it and how to use it. So uh, let's spread the word about this. Have a great week. Make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.